one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, Andy Smart was back, uh, a man of many talents, as you'll discover. Um, and his title's getting longer, it isn't is, it? It is, all the time. So uh, he was on good form. He looked at some of the stories you may have missed today. Um, Neil Robertson is the former world snooker champion, and uh, he had a bit of a mishap with the sat-nav. Um, on the way to a tournament, we'll be uh, you'll be hearing about that. And we had clips the, of the clips of the month. Yeah, we brought you those. We had a bit of a chat as well. So here it all is. Some of the best of this afternoon's show. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. What a great weekend's football. Yeah, was well, it me. was absolutely <laughs> tremendous. Beautifully, there's nothing like the first game of the weekend. <laughs> I know. You know, it's I could terrible, barely bring myself to watch Match of the Day. I did. I started to watch Match of the Day late so I could spool through the 10 minutes highlights yeah. and just uh, listen to the punditry. I couldn't bring myself no, I understand to that. watch We all feel like that. that. When your back. team gets beat on a Saturday, you don't feel like yeah. watching it. Sometimes, actually, it's cathartic. Once you've gone through watching it, yeah. you feel a bit better afterwards. You realise. I mean, it was a strange one, Spurs. I mean, we were talking with Motti about this more. You know, you, people are speculating this is wrong, that's wrong. And you always get this when teams aren't but nobody unless you're behind the scenes only you know but it's clear yeah. that something's not right. something's definitely up um, it looked to me I, I can't send you a whatsapp during the game mm. the team they had a look of, of the closing uh, stages of Chelsea under Mourinho and United under Mourinho yeah good players not turning up not showing the intensity the skill oh, the drive better the belief they're of course. a much better team than that we all know that this is what it looks like from the outside to me I could be completely wrong I have no inside track it looks to me that finally the manager's been slightly worn down didn't really get what he wanted and he's finding it hard to get out of this personal fug I think he cannot get over the fact that this was a great opportunity and it has passed possibly passed him by and the players can smell it they can they can smell a manager yeah. that isn't quite as motivated as he was and I think that comes across on the pitch I mean look I've got as I said that's just me as a, somebody who's been watching I mean, the team it, it was for 50 odd he, years I mean, he, he made the point he said that the injury affected the players but when a bad injury happens like yeah. that it can work two ways I mean often the players can think well let's do it for Hugo you, but, know, so, yeah. you know there was there didn't seem much I'd of that I'd accept that if they came out in the second half and were a different side but they weren't They there was that intensity was wasn't there, was it? It's very interesting mm. talking to Danny Murphy then. He makes the point about Ericsson because he, he kind of, he took most of the stick because people know the narrative that he, that he wanted out. But yeah. 
he did more running than anybody. Not necessarily effectively, but he did. He did yeah, put a shift in. Say he didn't put a shift in. No, could, but um, yeah, no, that was that's just that, that something is wrong. I did, I looked at that. I was willing. To, I was willing to say this is just a blip until I watched how terrible that performance was in every department. Yeah. And those guys are much, much better players than that. So and it's hard to tell how good Brighton were. They're obviously better yeah. than they were against Chelsea where they were pretty poor, but, you know, it's difficult to tell. The Something thing is, though, supporting, supporting a football team is such an up-and-down thing, isn't it? We all know that. And uh, it was great for Prince George to see his first game. Yeah. <clears throat> Someone's going to have to tell him, it's not like this every week, mate. Yeah. <laughs> he needs, he needs um, a few seasoned Villa fans to have a word with him. That's the trouble, isn't it? Your first game. Perfect um, for him. I, you know, I'm, the first game I ever saw uh, for Tottenham, they won. I mean, what your first ever game for Chelsea? Did they win that? Yes, they won three one. Yeah, yeah, they won that. So yeah. my eldest lad, uh, they lost to Newcastle. The youngest, they beat Bolton four 0 I think it was a cup game. So mm. I think that maybe that shapes you. I don't know if it, it, you know if, you, if the first time you go, and the you can see it was a Christmas game. It was Chelsea against Southampton. There were only about thirteen thousand people yeah. there. And it was nil nil. <laughs> it was terrible. and that put her off forever. And she's yeah. not she's not been it's back football since. anyway. You know, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's interesting on uh, West Ham on Saturday. It's funny how managers see a game. Mm. When Pellegrini interviewed on Match of the Day, and he's saying, "Well, the stats were in our favour, and you know they only had one shot a goal." And then meanwhile, <coughs> the stats come mm. up: four shots on target. Yeah, XG much higher than West Ham. Do you think? Hello, <laughs> it's just <laughs> how they see it. Did you see that George, little George, was wearing a pajama top? Oh, was he? He had a Villa T-shirt on. Oh, yeah. But it was the top half of uh, of um, pyjamas you can buy in the club shop for 22 quid. Oh, that's nice. So I don't know if they turned up and then somebody <laughs> in the club shop said, little present for George. Well, we haven't got any T-shirt. Just get the old pyjama top. Get that on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people. Um, somebody's gonna, now they know way, they're going. Somebody's going to write away. to the Sun saying people get pilloried for walking around their supermarket <laughs> or dropping their kids off at school in their pajamas. But Prince George can go to a football match in his double standards? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can see it, can't you? I've definitely been there. Tomorrow. I thought I might even write. <laughs> yeah, good. You do that. You do that, and you get it in the papers. I've tomorrow. drawn up a, a, a silverometer for <laughs> Motti. It's oh, getting quite good. close. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll get him to sort of put in the arrow where it's where it where lies. It Moment, yeah. But he's, this was a strange quote from him. He said... What, Motti? No, oh, uh, Marco, Marco Silva, Silva. yeah. After the defeat to Burnley. He said, I never lose my focus. Never, never, never. I never lose my desire. I never lose what's important to my job. I'm never scared about anything. Never, never, never. I hope he doesn't buy anything on HP. <clears throat> We should get Never Southall on, <laughs> on HP. That lovely quaint old phrase is on, on the Never on Never. The never, never. Does anybody use that? <laughs> I don't think they do. I was thinking, can you even you buy anything on HP now? Does it still exist? Well, your people can. Well, credit still exists. Oh, credit yeah. exists. Yeah, yeah but they call it HP. I don't know if they. I don't know if they've called it HP for years, uh, Andy. They probably do still call it HP. <laughs> And uh, next weekend, Elliot Kipchoge, the fine marathon yeah. runner, will be going to try and break the two-hour yeah, barrier. Yeah, like a sub-200. Yeah. all everything's set up for him to yeah, do it, it's isn't quite it? a fascinating yeah. thing, the way they're doing it. It won't mean anything when he does it, because it's not a proper race. So, mm. But if he does, fine. <laughs> well, all the best, Elliot, by the way. Yeah, We're no. rooting for you here. But when at you Tour look sport. at him, you, he's 34. <clears> when you look at him, you really <clears> do <throat> doubt the benefits of running. He looks about 54. Look, he really looks like an old man. Would you say he's 34? I don't that, know. He could be. Oh, it's a strained look. That the marathon. Well, obviously, you. you're quite thin. You're quite gone. There's oh, not yeah. a lot of flesh on your bones, and sometimes people that are quite thin like that can look a mm. bit older, can't they? That's true. That's that's the thing. I quite enjoy in the morning when I read the Times and the Sun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the ad for the breakfast show comes out. And, and, 
occasionally once a week, I suppose, yeah. other shows are advertised, but mm. definitely. And I like, quite like drawing on Alan. I either like colouring <coughs> him and making him more red. Okay. Well, today I've given him a Hoxton barista Let's look. have a look, yes. Yeah, I, think, I think that's a good look for Alan. Let's I think look at Alan with a big him. beard. Yeah, Do you think so? Him. Yeah. Glasses. You've given him little round glasses yeah. and you kind of beard like you. Yeah. Well, I basically okay. made him look like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can look good with a beard. I think, it, well, I, I think, think, it, I think it would work for him because it's obviously. You know, often yeah, I'll leave that in the studio. I'll put it on his thing. I think we'll put it. Maybe we'll put it on. Uh, on take a photograph of I'll it. Put we'll it put it up on that TSH and J so people like can it. think they okay. like Alan. Alan with a B and give him a few makeovers. We'll get a few copies of the papers in. You can try a few different things. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Gets paid for drawing basically. <laughs> next three hours. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Paul me, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. We're here now to look at some of the stories you may have missed uh, today and over the weekend in the company of uh, comedian, ball runner, farmer, fan, cheese chaser, uh, newspaper columnist, author. Just stop doing I just can't make me mind up. I can't make me mind up, Andy Smart is back. Hi, Andy. Hiya. Yeah, so your new column in the non-league paper. Yeah, yeah. Was it did debut this weekend? It was, yeah. Fortnightly it'll be in, and uh, I'll be going around lots of grounds and uh, writing up things. The people I meet, like uh, I was at Taunton on uh, Saturday. We mm. lost... 3-1, having been 1-0 up. Uh, Taunton got a goal in the 62nd and a goal in the 63rd minute. Oh, wow. Uh, and then we just capitulated as usual. <laughs> um, but I had some nice chat. I was talking to uh, Mr Irish, who was uh, the son of Liam Irish, right. uh, the father of uh, Liam Irish, who's, yeah. who's the Taunton goalkeeper. And while we were talking, he made three unbelievable stakes. So, <laughs> well, he was telling you he was missing uh, his son. Yeah, he's, well, he's actually got three sons, and all three have played for Taunton. Well, yeah. What about He that? was quite proud of that. So, it's, But that's it. People are starting to come up to me on the terraces and telling me they sort of had a, a long chat with a guy called Rich and a guy called Steve. Steve was a, an extra fan. He couldn't be bothered going to Crew Alexander. Yeah. And uh, and Richard was an ex-referee uh, uh, at that level. So uh, he, uh, we had a long chat about... Um, how we hate people cycling on footpaths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all you want out of the yeah. news. <laughs> of course. Your headline says, worth losing my Zippo for, which oh, is yeah. quite intriguing. That's it. Well, that was uh, the, the Farnborough um, match against West Ham in uh, 1980, and we uh, we got there, and uh, it was uh, just... we <laughs> Julian Dick scored for West Ham, mm. and then... In the in about the 86th minute, uh, we got a penalty, and uh, Dean Coney slotted it away, and it was just I went <laughs> crazy jumping yeah. up and down, and I had this really expensive uh, lighter that someone had brought me back from New York. It was a, a vintage Z- uh, Zippo; it was worth about 100 quid in those days. A lot of money, and uh, it just flew out of my pocket because I was jumping about like an idiot. <laughs> and and I just went, and, so, and then someone asked me for a light, and I went, "Oh no, I've lost my lighter." I went, "Oh, it doesn't matter. We've just drawn with West Ham." <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got it. Probably still working. Probably, probably out there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably they were very well made. Code. He played for Fulham, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. Um, big non-league interest course, the FA Cup fourth round. You're know, not particularly yeah. interested in it, are you, at the moment? No, we got knocked out by Wildstone 5-0 uh, the, week, yeah. the week before we lost 7-0, yeah. So, so that fourth <laughs> qualifying round is live on TalkSport 2 at 1.30. Uh, Motti will be in at half past two. Talkie in the draw, John? Oh yeah, so well, yeah, yeah. you, you yes, can slip out. And watch yeah, the National League <laughs> clubs. I'm going to go and tournament. watch the the Wheelstone against uh, the Bristol Farm because <clears> uh, <throat> they mm. that, that was the uh, Wheelstone beat us, and then uh, 
this team to a uh, league below us. So you're going to follow nil nil. You're going to yeah. follow it. Are you gonna well, I'm going to follow it for a bit. Yeah, but I, I fancy a game at Wildstone. It's a nice little ground. Nice okay. bar. Does the Wildstone Raider still rock oh, up he, for games? He turns is up he, now and again. Yeah. Is he, <laughs> you want some? Is he, <laughs> but does he do it? Does he do it like <laughs> as a turn now? Even if he's not. Had a it was drink. A, it was a turn then. Does he si- was, <laughs> does he sigh wearily and go? Do you want some? You're, you've got no fans. You're all right, mate. I'll do it ten times a game. You must get bored with it now. Sure. It, I think you probably is. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it wouldn't be a World Cup, Andy, without a predictive mm. um, animal. Oh, yeah, yeah the Rugby and, World Cup. And uh, the yeah. Rugby World Cup, has, uh, it had two octopi. Octopi, two octopuses <laughs> that were pre- in predict- a pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're predicting yeah, but it. With Paul the octopus and all these sort of offspring. We've, yeah. we've had enough of them. This none is a them monkey. Is, none of them as good as tinsel. It's a no, chimp. Exactly. It's a chimp. A chimp. Called, it's a chimp called Goro. And what they're writing? Mm. They're writing the, the teams on bananas, aren't they? I don't know what they're doing. No, but I, 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 I think he, I think he kind of studies. He, study, he watches <laughs> old games back and studies the form. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He catches <laughs> sweet, <laughs> sweet potatoes yeah. hanging from the banners. Of the participating countries, so they put up the two countries that yeah. are playing, yeah. and then he grabs the sweet potato that he thinks that is going to win. I mean, all I'd say about Goro at the moment <laughs> is that he doesn't really stick his neck out. No. The ones he predicted were New Zealand beating Canada. <laughs> we don't need sweet potatoes to do that, do you? Really? Uh, he also said that Australia will beat Uruguay. That was yeah, yeah. a bit tighter. Wales would beat Fiji. So all I'm saying is, Goro, let's see how you do in the latter stages yeah. when the games become much closer. <laughs> See how the sweet potatoes and saying, hang in. That tinsel, he normally prefers rugby league because they play it in the summer and he at least knows he'll see the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, you don't want to invest in a, in a <laughs> club. There he is. That's not, it wasn't funny, I know tinsel, it wasn't funny. But you don't want to invest in halfway through find out, you know, your gym litter in a plastic bag. Exactly. Yeah, that, well, all right then, nothing, nothing's going to happen to you. You've, you've got a protection order on you because uh, this show, and the fact he is a FIFA, he works for FIFA during World Cups. And of course, we had the very sad news that uh, Ginger Baker, the legendary drummer. Yes. Yeah. Have you watched the Ginger Baker film? I have. Yes. Where, where he it's, breaks the director's nose in yeah. the opening scene. It's pr- possibly one of the greatest <laughs> opening scenes of any film, isn't it? If people haven't got, to, and it's, it's worth a look. He's yeah. a difficult man. He's a yeah. great drummer. But if you he was could, if well, you, yeah, he did. He, he did play for about seventeen different bands. Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> they, they all got tired of it. J- him and Jack Bruce, they can't yeah. stand each other. But the thing I like this morning, this is this is probably the least interesting thing or most obvious thing I suppose written about him. He was born Peter Baker in Lewisham, South East London and got his nickname from his red hair. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> and his love of biscuits. Yeah. You could have put that to Goro. Where did Ginger Baker get it? And he would have... See, he can do the easy stuff. He can do the easy stuff. Good old Goro. Yeah. I, he used oh, to dear. have a... Ginger Baker used to have a studio up in uh, Wilsdon and uh, I used to hang around with the uh, the alarm, the Welsh uh, rock. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Gaz Top used to do the show with us. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, Saturday yeah. mornings, and he was there. He, used to, he started off as their roadie. In fact, he's just done a tour with them around America again. Okay. Yeah. And you... uh, Ginger Baker used to just sit in the, in the back room, and if anyone went anywhere near the door, you just have this tira, tirade of, of, of swearing, and you just yeah. ran back into the studio again. <laughs> you once told me a thing about Gaz Top. I think even when I first <clears throat> met you, because I think yeah. it was about that time you were working with him, you said that every time you went around to Gaz's house, He'd get a video out of himself and put it on. Is that true? <laughs> Was you supposed to share that with a national radio audience? I, I think Andy think. told you that in confidence. Did he? I'm guessing he did. I think he's changed. Well, as long as like 1988, yeah. I'm sure Gaz has moved. He's a 
lovely man. He's not. Yeah. He's Gareth Jones. Now, he is yeah. Gareth. He dropped the Gaz top yeah, yeah, because yeah. obviously when you're in your fifties, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't wear well. We should get him in. Yeah, we will. Okay. Is he still in Wales? We're in Wales no, next week. No, he's in Crouch End. Oh, now. okay. Well, that's, that's a tough <laughs> We're doing a show from Wales next week. You might want to come down. The big burning question in football at the moment is when when is Henrik Larson going to say yes or no to South Has he been, been back there? Um, sorry? Has he been seen there again? They've flown out to see him now. <laughs> oh, for goodness I mean, sake. What a what courtship. What a courtship this is to try and get Henrik Larson to manage at Roots Hall. He's <laughs> it's, it's kind of standing there with his fan, like something from a Jane Austen novel, <laughs> yeah. coquettishly. Um, well, so, I really don't know. Maybe I, you know, but Houndstands are showing an interest. But but this is a this is. I mean, what what's going to take him over the top? Is it the quality of the Winkles? Is the refinery the refinery still pumping out that smell at Canvey Island? What will make him go yes or no? I don't know. Canvey Island, their team down there. I went to see an evening game, and the smell from the gasworks. This bloke pulled a fag out next to me. I went, no, you wouldn't do it next to your cooker when it had been on all night, would you? That's sure that's not the case. But even now, Steve Evans says he'll be heading down the route. So I told you, all the Celtic fans, anybody, they're going to put about. They get Henrik Larson in. They'll put about ten thousand on the gate. That's a very good. That's what they're doing. Coaches from Glasgow. But anyway, we'll find out if that's uh, likely to happen or not very soon. Andy Smart is with us. We're looking at some of the stories over the weekend uh, you uh, may have missed. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Honestly, every time Andy Smart comes in this studio, we find out something else. His dad was a speedway rider. We've got the speedway on. Not for long, but he, he, did it for, he did it for a couple of... Beyond uh, the first bend, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he, then he went... Yeah, he did scrambling. He did, yeah, he loved his motorbikes. Did you ever get into it? Did he get you into the bikes? No, I wasn't allowed. No, when I got to um, 16, all the other kids got mopeds for getting their O-levels. <laughs> and uh, I got 10 golf lessons, <laughs> <laughs> which were it a waste. Did you on your way to the PGA Tour? Though, didn't it? Yeah. It did. that's, that's one way of looking at it. I still haven't broken a hundred. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, now there, uh, this, there's been a, this is an old newspaper staple. Yeah. Things that appear, things with other faces in it, and this and that. But there have been a rush of them this week. Uh, on Saturday, we had uh, Ed Sheeran as a Malteser. I mean, I just can't see that at all. Ed Sheeran's face in a Maltese, yeah. Today we had um, a bloke who spotted uh, the Lord's face, God's face, in a cloud. I mean, again, it, I mean, well, that's, that's it's, just, just, a, it's just, just a cloud. Just it's just a cloud. Yeah. I'm sure people right. are just, you know, I'm not saying You've got to have faith. And then we had <laughs> George Michael Hulk once Hogan said. as a boat. I mean, Hulk, Hulk Hogan is a boat. Actually, no, that works. Good. That, that works. That's excellent. Definitely buying that one. The yeah. back of a boat. Not, yeah. not a boat. The back of a I hope boat. It's in better shape than Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's, it's, it wouldn't be seaworthy, unfortunately. It would, poor old Hulk. He's, he's taken its toll wrestling, isn't it? He, um, where were we? Yeah, now, uh, Mike Parry uh, on oh, social yes. media, the other, uh, always entertaining. Um, but. We often know Mike is, uh, and we're going to prove it in a few moments' time, he's the king of kind of reinventing the lyrics of songs. But this does take some beating. Uh, Don McLean's 74th birthday, and, and yeah. Mike was paying tribute to it on social media. And he says, uh, the legend that is Don McLean is 74 today. Bye-bye, Mr. American Pie. Bye-bye, <laughs> 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 Mr. American Pie. No, he actually, bye-bye, Mr. American Pie. It doesn't even scan in the song. Um, one of the 
endearing choruses of my youth. So much so, you he can't remember it. it. When a few years later I got to interview him ahead of his British tour, says Mike, I was last to see him after a very long day and he fell asleep as I was talking to him. That's because you misquoted his most famous lyric, Mike. But this, uh, Mike has proved uh, that his, his ability to improvise oh, is, is just a legion, really. This is his reworking. I, I never tire of this. This is he, his reworking of Do You Think I'm Sexy? When he doesn't know the lyrics to a song, he, he makes make, up yeah. new ones. And it's a bit of a filthy song to start with, Do You Think I'm Sexy, really. But it's just Rod with a bit of innuendo. But Mike kind of goes route one. Have a listen, have a listen to this, Andy. Yeah. Uh, if you think you have what it takes and you want to be one of the two challengers to give Anthony a run for his money tomorrow, then the song you need to work on is Do You Think I'm Sexy by Roger Stewart. Do you want me to give you a few bars of that? Go on, then. If you think I'm sexy and you're done to love me, come on, baby, open wide. If you think I'm groovy and you want to smooch me, come on, baby, by my side. It's almost a better lyric, isn't it? <laughs> than Rob. What sort of smooch are you do by the side. Scott Parker can smooch by the side. Probably talks out the corner of their mouth. Scott Parker can smooch by the side. He could have been a. Yeah, anyway, moving. Every year we at Christmas, we set our watch by. There'll be a photo of Simon Cowell on a jet ski. Oh, yeah, That's when you know it's Christmas. Never mind Santa. But you also know it's Oktoberfest when you see Usain Bolt in Lederhosen. Yeah, that's right. Every year it's the same. He must have Lederhosen. Obviously, we go to Altitude every year for the yeah. ski festival, uh, ski comedy festival in Mayerhofen. Mm. And Andrew Maxwell decided that it'd be fu very funny to get a pair of Lederhosen. It set him back 400 no, quid. No, I know. <laughs> a couple of mates of mine know, <laughs> when, when they went to the Tottenham cheap. game. £700 pound they won. They tried yeah, them on. £700. Pound. Well, this, they're this, not this, very this, flexible, are they? No, they're no, not no. really. <laughs> you couldn't play in them. I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, that would slow the bike. Maybe they should have worn the full Bavarian gear last week. Bayern might, might have had a chance. <laughs> They probably still would have won. What a thought. Yeah, yeah. So, um, are they comfortable? Is it a... Andrew, Andrew says they're very comfortable. He likes them, but um, he keeps them. he's a strange boy. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're back there in, uh, in the end of March. There's, oh, okay. there's a worrying new scam out now as well that cyber crooks have now worked out how to fake people's voices. So what they did, they rang this bloke up, uh, an employee of this company, and they had the boss's voice... Mm. And they were able to just give him instructions. They were, send me 200 grand. I mean, I've worked out it was a bit mechanical. Is that how he speaks? That's a bit weird. I know. Wow. But I was thinking, if you could fake somebody's voice, it'd be quite good. They could do the show for me. I could have the day off. <laughs> I thought you were having the day off today, to be honest. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Andy? Oh, blimey. Um, I don't know what you've made of, because you're a sports fan, you've made of the World Athletics Championships. Oh, Terrible, isn't it? Yeah, just, no, you can't, you can't do that. If you, you know, love the, the crowning moment, and they're, they're in a stadium built for seventy thousand people, and there's one thousand in there, it's just ridiculous. There've been some really odd performances. I mean, even you know, I'm sure you, there's nothing you can say, but it's just the doubt that you have. You know, when somebody sort of suddenly. <clears throat> pulls out an incredible record or yeah. they, they, they perform well in two different events and that people never normally do. And you start looking at it and you think, 
Sure well, I saw you is. noticed that on Saturday evening, uh, I, was, I was watching the athletics, and uh, Sefan Hassan won her race at the Laura Muir race. Yeah. And Laura Muir said she she did a pretty incredible time by her standards and still finished fifth. And she was like, hard to believe I've still finished fifth at this time. And Hassan, who's worked with uh, Alberto Salazar recently, right. said, I'm clean, I'm clean. Very, very angry at the kind of whispering campaign that's gone on. But within minutes of watching mm. a big feature yeah, race yeah. from a world championship, you that's know, social story, media yeah. is alive with well, that's the feeling. Uh, you know, chinny recon uh, rumours. Well, yeah, they've got to up the, the testing, and yeah. it's got to be more opaque, so that we know that every every athlete's got to be tested. You know, and they've got to find, they've got to keep ahead of. That's the trouble. They've got to keep yeah. ahead of the athletes uh, who are finding ways to, you know, mask the the effects of the tests, and that's you know. It's just... But Semco said the other day after the event, uh, our sport is in pretty good shape. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. I mean, it isn't. No one. One in Atlanta, and where, where, where no, is Oregon? Oregon, Eugene, Oregon. How can a sport be in good shape when, when within go, seconds yeah. of a big marquee event like that, everyone's uh, doubting it? Yeah. Fifteen hundred meters, uh, everybody goes, yeah, not sure. I mean, it's that's really, yeah, it's yeah. really yeah. not healthy, is it, for any no. sport? It's I mean, like no. watching a football match and afterwards saying, oh, there was something wrong with that. I mean, we, yeah. we, we, you don't want to follow a sport like that. And we, I'm reading about. <laughs> that, I say that. I say that every week. Something wrong with that. In terms of performance, yeah. But reading about. Salazar, you know, the whole his whole thing was to try and find a way of taking this stuff without being caught. So, for all the air athletes to say, Well, they've never failed a drug test, you think, Well, that was the point, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. He's got the, the, he's got the best masking, yeah. Was, he was, you know, I suppose in the fullness of time, we'll find out exactly what went on. But the, uh, the he did push the parameters, mm. he openly, uh, athletes who worked admitted he pushed the parameters around yeah. that, didn't he? I do like this letter from Les Holt, though, on the athletics. Les oh, Holt yeah. was a guy that writes the sun, but he, he's got this way of writing about. He just basically tells you what happened. He never adds anything <laughs> to anything. So he said, Lord Coe unjustly attacks Gabby Logan for criticising the sparse crowds at the Athletics World Championships. That's her job, to observe and comment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point? What was the point of even writing that in? <laughs> well, he got published there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, someone they likes love Talking of which, uh, your new column in the non-league paper, they, they, they didn't call it Smarty Bants, No, did they? they didn't call it Smarty Bants. It's just Bants. called Andy Smart, isn't <laughs> Smarty it? Smarty yeah, Bants yeah. would be good. So I think it would have been good. Yeah, you're one well, of the listeners who suggested that last week. <laughs> well, we'll see. What sort of picture is it? Are you kind of just standing there at a match? It's, me, it's me in a cocktail shirt. Is it really? Yeah, shirt? Is that what you normally wear for, um, no. for a game? No, but it's my publicity photo at the moment, so they ah. just use that. What and is then... a cocktail shirt? Oh, what is, yeah, the cocktail shirt. Let's, well, it's got a, it's got a, a smart shirt. Uh, it's, no, it's sort of uh, you know those the, the sort of ones that Kramer used to wear in uh, Seinfeld. Oh, okay. Yeah, a cocktail shirt. Let's but it's 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 great because I'll get to go and see lots of non-league games, and I'm hopefully hopefully I get a press pass, and then I'll be, I won't have to pay to get in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Surely that's that. isn't it about the lifeblood of the. Can <laughs> they afford for you to get in? Well, yeah, a lot no, of these I don't, I don't think so. No, I'm happy to pay. I'm happy to pay. Yeah, that's right. Although <laughs> if you are, you know, if especially if the book keeps if you're selling in well. the press. If you're, oh yeah, now the book. What a beautiful segment. <laughs> of course, you are a published author. I am yeah. the, the volume one of your memoirs. <laughs> yes, is uh, I'm started on number two now. So he's yeah, started yeah. writing it. Yeah, yeah, which okay. is going to be a bit trickier because it's all about the 
the early days of the alternative cavalry circuit where there was quite a lot of uh, wild stuff going on. Right. But, yeah, yeah I'll have that's to, what people want to know. You'd have to change a few names, I might have to change a few names, yeah. <laughs> Michael Owen, like, serialisation <laughs> in one of the papers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could get into but a the lot first, of trouble. Tell yeah. us, the first book takes you up until the time when uh, you... Until I was 23, when yeah. I met Angelo, and then we became the Vicious Boys, so, yeah. It's, 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 very entertaining. it's a very entertaining read. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's good. And where, it's, where's it available? Well, I, I think it's mainly George Port listeners that are buying it. So thank you to everyone who bought it, and if you could just go on Amazon and give it a nice review, that be lovely. Yeah, yeah no, buy another copy. <laughs> it's great it fun. It makes this. a great Christmas present. <laughs> Cameos from the great and good. Even uh, guy, a young guy, a very young guy, Garvey from Elbow, gets a cameo appearance in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where you least expect uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, guy was uh, a good friend. We 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 were, we were in um, Perth in Australia, and uh, we walked into this steakhouse to have uh, something to eat after the show, and uh, they this sort of four people came and sat at the table next to us and I turned around and it was Guy and it was just so weird seeing him and he, and he went oh alright Andy and I went oh, right, Guy and I was going you got a gig and he went yeah and you went you got a gig I went yeah and that was and then it. we just carried on eating you know, you the other side of the world yeah that's, that's fair that's, enough that's that's yeah we went to see the gig it was great so where can we see you in action then with the Comedy Store players um, we're at the Comedy Store every Wednesday and Sunday and then we've got the Globe coming up on the uh, 18th on the Friday okay. uh, of October and that's I think there's only about 100 tickets left now, and that's a 1,400-seater. That's oh, one of our favourite nice. gigs. Oh, it's an amazing gig, because it, when you stand in the middle of the stage, there's 1,400 people in, and uh, no-one is more than 50 feet away yeah. from you. So you don't really have to raise your voice that much. You don't really need the, the microphones. You, everyone can hear you. And when they laugh, it just knocks you off your feet. I joined the... Uh, I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day, Andy, you'll say something, and I'll laugh so much, it'll knock you off your feet, as opposed to me wanting to knock you off your feet. Um, yeah, I, I joined the uh, the fruit list, uh, 2.1 million, looking for Glastonbury tickets yesterday. Oh, did you? The 135. Oh, 34 minutes. Yeah, that's, uh, I think it was a record even for them, but... Uh, because you play that every year, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah, we get our yeah. tickets free. That's, yeah, I mean, we, you well, can be part of the troop. Are you yeah, yeah, just, yeah, come on, just do, do, do a bit some improv. Do, do, yeah. do <laughs> I think you'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, yeah, you're the governor, Andy, I mean, when it comes st to you. I still get paid yeah. exactly what I got paid in 1984 when wow. I first did it. Really? really? No, 1985 was my first one. And I still get paid exactly the same wow. as I got Blimey. paid then. I wonder if that's true but of I the bands. A, but I get a free <laughs> ticket. So <laughs> If Led Zeppelin do reform, I wonder if that'll be true of them. <laughs> I don't think yeah. so. Uh, thanks, Andy. We'll catch up with you soon. Pleasure, boys. There's Cheers. Uh, Andy Smart there, comedy store, a player, ball runner, cheese chaser, farmer, uh, <laughs> a fan, uh, non league paper <laughs> author <laughs> sick of saying it now the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Now, uh, if I say Barnsley, um, what do you think of, Andy? Darren Goff. Darren Goff. You think Yorkshire? Oh, definitely, definitely think Yorkshire. Well, I think Yorkshire. that was very much on the mind of our next guest as he set off uh, to play in a uh, snooker qualifying match. At the yeah, an important qualifying match for Metrodome. the China Open. That's right. No, the World Open. Unfortunately, uh, the, the Satnav let him down and um, he, he, he headed for the wrong Barnsley. <laughs> it's a shame, isn't it? We've all done stuff like this, haven't we? Joining us now then, snooker's very own uh, Neil Robinson. Good afternoon, Neil. Hello, guys. How's it going? Good. Yeah, good. Thank you. So, I mean, I've kind of summed it up really in a nutshell, but... Um, <laughs> it's very bold of you to come on. It is very good of you to, to <laughs> front up right. like this. It saves me from answering about 500 questions a day about it. So, yeah. uh, it's all, uh, it's so, clear the air. <laughs> so, you, you, you're kind of East Anglia, weren't you? That's where you were based, and you, you put the sat-nav, just keyed in the word Barnsley, <laughs> and, it, and it predictive text the rest of it, and you just press go. Is that what happened? Yeah, well, I live in Cambridge, and... Um, and um, my friend usually uh, drives me up, and so um, uh, I usually just like chuck my headphones on and just watch something on the iPad or something like that on the way up, and don't pay too much attention to where we're going. And um, but he was playing in a challenge tour event um, himself on the weekends. So I had to drive myself up, and so when I hopped in my car, I thought, hey, I'll just punch in one of the previous destinations. I'm, so, I'm sure Barnes, Barnsley uh, is still there when I've played in the qualifiers there before. Hmm. And um, yeah, so Barnsley was there. I, I punched it in. Um, it happened to be pretty much the exact same mileage and time of arrival as what it would be for the Barnsley in um, Yorkshire. So, um, <laughs> and so halfway driving, I'm thinking, yeah, this is all, all looks pretty normal. And then, um, you know, it starts to get a bit darker in the day. So then, you know, you, you lose your sense of what is familiar around you, I suppose. And, um, yeah, and all of a sudden I start seeing signs for Wolverhampton. I'm thinking, geez, Wolverhampton, that, that doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. And so, geez, okay, all right. <laughs> And then by the time I realised, like, nah, something is clearly wrong here, um, I was actually 90 miles away. From where oh, I no. Be. And then, um, so I, I could have, when I realised, I could have driven and got there, but um, uh, how it works is, is that if you're not there on the match on time, you lose a frame, then you lose a frame every five minutes afterwards. So um, I, I would have got there, you know, far too late for that, about half hour too late. Oh. And um, so, uh, yes, I had to call up the, the tournament organisers and tell them I wasn't going to be there. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure everyone in the players' lounge had, had a good chuckle over it, as, uh, as, as they all have. And, um, 
Yeah, so I've also learned that there's uh, two Barnsleys in the UK. At least, <laughs> I mean, at least the you didn't is, go all the way to Barnsley and Gloucester. You didn't get it's a shame because it's a lovely place. No, it's 10, got miles, the... 10 miles before that. Oh, well, it was 10 miles. Before. You might as well have gone you on. Carried on. <laughs> just gone in the yeah, local know, pub. Yeah. Got in the local Population pub and put 50 pence on the pool table. Yeah. You just had a game somewhere <laughs> yes. while you were there. That would have been good. But they have the Barnsley Village Festival. It's celebrating its 31st. 31st anniversary at the moment. Uh, it's, it looks like a lovely place, the other Barnsley. I did, it did strike me, though, Neil, that I know um, that uh, that uh, Barry and gets a bit of stick from Ronnie about some of the venues, but I think uh, a village that's got a population of about 230 probably would have been pushing it a bit, wouldn't it, really? Yeah, probably. I don't think there would have been too many people come and watch. <laughs> and it was really, as well, you had a, you've had a few travel problems this year because you were off to... Due to go to the Riga Masters in Latvia, but you got stuck. Not the Riga in Gloucestershire. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, this was incredible. This happened to uh, about twelve or thirteen players. Um, we were all uh, due to fly out, and then um, so we're on the runway, and uh, private jet lands and um, burst a tire, and so there's debris all over the runway, and so oh. we're actually stuck on there for three hours. Um, then we come off, and then uh, and then there was a time of year, it was a few months ago when there was some really really bad storms around London. So then every flight around London, Heathrow, Stansted, everywhere, uh, all the flights were cancelled, and so um, none of us could even get a flight the next morning or anything like that because everything was just so much delayed. And so uh, all of us actually had to, had to uh, pull out of the event. So um, yeah, I haven't had the best start. Uh, semi-finals, Shanghai Masters. I missed even half my tip comes off midway through the match with Ryan O'Sullivan in the semis, which. Uh, it's like um, pulling a hamstring right before a hundred metre sprint. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, not the best of luck. So hopefully I've uh, got it all out of the way, and then uh, I can start getting some uh, good results together. Yeah. I mean, of course, at home in Australia, if you, you put in the wrong town, if one's in Northern Queensland and one's in Adelaide, <laughs> you'll you'll spot the difference quite quickly, won't you? Probably. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But the trouble yeah, is, as, so, we're, well, as we're quite a tiny country, relatively speaking, to Australia, these sort of things can happen. Yeah, so I guess the the lesson to be learned is just always make sure you are punching the postcode instead of the actual uh, name. Um, Funnily enough, I actually did this in 2011 when I was defending the World Championship. I actually uh, wrote in Sheffield, and it took me to a Sheffield kind of somewhere near London. So I keep driving on the M11 the complete wrong way. I've been Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, Sheffield. Probably took you there. I'm, I'm sure you, the, the the mayor of Barnsley, the other Barnsley, will be in touch. Uh, you know, ask, they might ask you to come along and open the festival or something one day. <laughs> the that freedom yeah, well, at least I know where it is now. <laughs> yeah, 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 brilliant. Well, good to tell you. are a good sport, Neil. Thanks, thanks, thanks for coming on. All the best. Thanks very much. Yeah, no worries, guys. Neil, Cheers, thank Neil you. Robinson, their former world snooker champion, yeah, who went to the wrong well. Barnsley. Yep. Hmm. It's easy done. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Yes, it's time for the Clips of the Month for September. And uh, we have six for you. And we kick off with um, one that's been a bit of a runner, actually. Adam Cattrall and Mickey Gray. They had a new quiz Mm. in their uh, show. See how this panned out. Mystery guest can only answer yes or no. And we've then got to identify uh, that mystery guest. All right, okay. All right, so mystery guest, can you tell me the team where you played your, your... where you had the most appearances? Yeah. Yes or no, Mickey? Yes. <laughs> and Only yes or no. Exactly. This is Extra Time host Ollie Hunter now chatting to Will Gavin in the Windy City. As you're in Chicago, what are your favourite Chicago movies, Chicago-based movies? All right, I'll bang out one immediately. 
I've not seen that, have you? <laughs> I, mean, was, I think that might have been straight to DVD. <laughs> we know you like the kind of old school smut, so we've yeah. gone route one for you today. That does tend to win out. Uh, and with that in mind, this was a strange moment when Sam Matterface... Uh, uh, sorry, this was a strange ma moment with Sam Matterface in the game between Southampton and Manchester United recently. Rashford got past Benderak, put it through his legs, got to the edge of the penalty area, ran into Vestergaard. Mike Dean got smacked by the ball and has lost some of his equipment and it's ricocheted into the arms of Angus Gunn, who sent it upfield. <laughs> Angus Gunn's holding some of Mike Dean's equipment <laughs> that he really sent upfield. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Here's a caller to the Jim White Show. The best defender stroke player I've ever seen is Vincent Kumpane. Right. So what about Ramos? Where does he rank with you? Um, can I just go to the toilet? Nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Beautiful. It's a good way of avoiding the question. This is showbiz correspondent Kent Garrison. Yeah, not an army barracks in Maidstone, but a real man on extra time, <laughs> chatting about the new Breaking Bad movie. And we think the word he was looking for was onus. You know, like I said, the big question is, the anus is on them if Brian Cranston is, is going to come back or not. It's onus, uh, Kent, isn't it? Surely. <laughs> of course it is. And finally, Andy. <laughs> Here's Ali McCoyst and Alan Brazil discussing Spurs striker. I thought say that a coin is Harry Kane going to Manchester United. Is that a step forward for Harry Kane? Um, no, 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 no. There we are. Uh, Alan clearly thought no, and uh, that did remind us of something. No, 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 Hit. Yeah, Alan Brazil and two unlimited together at last. <laughs> so there we are. There was your uh, clips. Was it uh, Adam and Mickey trying out the new yes or no quiz? Uh, was it banging one out immediately in Chicago? Was it Mike Dean's equipment in the hands of uh, Angus Gunn? Was it the caller who wanted to go at the toilet? Was it uh, the onus is on Brian Cranston? Or was it uh, uh, two unlimited and Big Alan? So... Uh, if you go to at TSHNJ on Twitter, T-S-H-A-N-D-J, we'll have a, a, a couple of uh, semi-finals, then a final, and then just before Goffey and Adrian take over at four, we'll uh, play the winner once again. The Clips of the Week will return on uh, Friday, as always, in the usual slot. And just a reminder, if you hear a clip on TalkSport that you think might work over the next few days, send it to us, talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text it to 81089, tweet it to TSHNJ and give us a day and a time when you heard. And if it's played, you will get the credit. There we are. So we'll bring you a winner Happy. just before four o'clock. Uh, we spoke to uh, Neil Robertson earlier on the former world snooker champion who had gone to the wrong... Wrong Barnsley. The wrong Barnsley, mm. rather than the one in Yorkshire, the little, tiny little village in uh, Gloucestershire. And he explained He's put all that one on the map, the other yes, Barnsley. Yes, he certainly has. Uh, he explained all the circumstances, and we'll put it in the H&J Daily so you get a feel for what went on. But uh, this is from Russ in Wigan. He said, similar to going to the wrong Barnsley, a few years ago, before Satnav, a Canadian colleague ran me to ask where Southampton was. He was in Northampton at the time and thought <laughs> Hampton itself was the town. Yeah, right. And all he had to do was... Uh, <laughs> was basically head south. Brilliant. Yeah. 
So um, if you've got any more of those, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSHNJ. Now, you may remember that during the Women's World Cup, I had to issue a lot of bans, life bans, uh, which I'm still enforcing. For people who compare yeah. women's football to men's football. But uh, here's, uh, I picked up another one. It's a late one in the uh, Guardian magazine on Saturday. Mm. I agree 100% with Claire Balding that the unsavoury aspects of men's football have ruined their game. The Women's World Cup was a revelation. Exciting up-tempo games played in the spirit that does credit to the sport. Okay, mate, that's you. Life ban. Can't go to any men's matches. Unenforceable, of course, no. but uh, it's symbolic, really. Now, uh, till the weekend, mm. uh, West Ham fans were putting the brilliant runner results down to their new carpet. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I like the carpet. It's, that's right. It's an improvement. That, at that stage, they'd lost just one of their last five Premier League games at the ground. Yeah, and that they was said, 5-0 the City. At that point, they were hoping to make mm. it six in the game against Palace. But uh, the stats show that home form had soared since the rug was rolled out with win rates, points per game all up, apparently, until, of course, the curse of the carpet <laughs> kicked in uh, at the weekend. Look, they, they play some nice football, West Ham, as Mossy was saying. They just need a bit of consistency. Yeah. Uh, James uh, Middleton, Kate uh, Middleton's brother, sure, yeah, has got engaged to girlfriend Alice Thevenet. Probably not from Towie, my guessing. <laughs> my guess. Alice Thevenet. That's her name, Alice Alice Thevenet. Okay, it's a it's a beautiful name. Well, it's a very nice name, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you going? You're, you're going? Be invited? I'm definitely not going. Just for the evening. <laughs> you'll just yeah. get there just as the pay bar, pay bar kicks that's in. Me, yeah, just definitely. at that point where they, you, just for that grand he put behind the bar, <laughs> has just run out, and yours is the first round. Yeah, probably right. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the modern way, someone has called for Gary Lineker to be sacked. Okay, what for? I don't know. Oh yes, uh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, oh no, it was, I think it was about the hacker. I think the remarks about the hacker. Well, he did it on match of the day. Oh, I'm sure I would have oh, yeah. spotted. That. I know. So, so basically... Is it yeah. another hair joke? He did another hair <laughs> joke to Danny did. and Alan Shearer. And somebody else wrote and said that walkers should sack him. Oh, for goodness sake. It really is the modern thing, isn't it? You don't agree with somebody, so you just call for them to be sacked. Well, I've been trying strange, to get you sacked for ages. I've been really working. Well, I've had petitions, the lot. Nothing's working. Yes, yeah, so walkers, Chris, give Gobby Gary the sack, says, okay. says this person. Okay. Suits are no longer jackets and ties. You do apparently that's out. The old uh, suits suits are out, jackets are out, ties are out. It's all casual now. That's what, that's what they say. I feel like I'm having a conversation with someone at a bus stop. <laughs> you are. Where's the, where's the, where's the 94 so, coming along? nothing. Just said suits are out. It's just jackets are out. It's like like you're an old. It's like. You're bemoaning the poor standards of modern people. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Fantastic, yeah. Anyway, yes. it shouldn't... I think it'll be a couple of minutes yet, though. Oh, good. I've got to go now, but I'm walking. <laughs> it might be... It says on the sign it'll be two minutes, so uh, you've got to trust them, mate. Talking of walking, I mean, I know today that we're, we're travelling to a do together today. We are. And we're we're just, I've got to keep up with you. I end up having to run. Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. And it's... <laughs> And he's, I'm just sort of walking at a normal pace down the road, but because he's got short legs, he's kind of he's more or less flat out. I am. Like you saying bumps. Yeah, just sprinting. Spri- it's really odd when you're walking, there's someone really sprinting <laughs> alongside you, and they're not going any quicker than you. It's it's very strange. But, just, uh, I'll get, walk slowly, Andy. That's good. As you, it is a thing that you. I think as you get older, you do slow down. Because I was walking the other day, oh. and a woman was walking alongside me yeah. on the other side of the 
road. And you were trying to keep up with her? I was trying to keep up with her, and I couldn't. And she just seemed to be so casually just strolling. Because <laughs> only when she got her phone out, that I, I suddenly zoomed And then did you ahead. dip for the line? I did, Did yeah. you kind of get in her face, start punching the air? <laughs> Very much Poor so. woman didn't even know she was in a contest. <laughs> just walking down the street, minding her own business. But I won the race, and then I said, look, I'm clean. Yeah, I'm really sure you did. I'm clean. You, <laughs> despite your associations, uh, you are clean. Very much so. Uh, yeah, sport's in a good place, as Sebco mm. uh, told us, and of course, who are we to argue with that? Uh, Faye Carruthers will be joining us. Uh, England's women lost again at the weekend. They're in a bad run at the moment. And Phil Neville is under a bit of pressure, isn't he? Well, you know, they've got all this interest. You know, everybody's sort of up for it, and all they've done since the World Cup is lose. So yeah. it's not ideal. So what is going wrong? Uh, Faye joins us from the Women's Football Show here on TalkSport and TalkSport 2. Uh, we'll talk a bit of cricket with Chris Silverwood getting the England head coach's job. Derek Pringle will be giving us his thoughts on that. Former Essex and England all-rounder turned journalist who knows uh, Chris very well. And it was the first game at Tottenham's new stadium. And the reports generally is that uh, it's been well-received uh, over in America. Yeah, the only thing the I, I'd say, I was watching a bit of it last night, I was thinking, you know, it's... Playing on AstroTurf is not the same as playing uh, Wembley on the on the grass. Mm. I think there's something about grass, especially for American football. But uh, you know, look, they loved it. The, the, the is it an AstroTurf surface? It, well, what the Tottenham not, surface? It's not turf, is it? It's not. It's not grass. It's, I think it's a bit of a hybrid grass, isn't it? Well, it yeah, looked, it looked an artificial surface to me. Did it really? Mm. Okay, well, well look, we'll uh, find we'll, out. We'll Will Gavin was there us, exactly. Um, well, did it, you see Antiques Roadshow? It was no, a, I didn't actually. Well, I like we are it. back at the bus stop. Oh, no, it's one of my favourites. Well, I'm bringing you back to sport. Oh, it's good. There was a bodyline stump, or a stump from the bodyline series, wow. 1932, signed by the England winning Ashes team from the last match, shall, the final match. Shall I try and guess what it yeah, was worth? Then. Ten grand. Of course. Pony, was it really? Grand. I said to the wife... But that's going to go for about 100 grand, didn't it? 10 grand. <laughs> <But the laughs> I'd have paid 100 grand for it. But the bloke was gutted. Yeah, they'd, they'd love you at an auction. 100 grand. But the last bit was only 9,000. There are only six of them. You know, it's quite a rare item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. So as promised, here's the winner that you voted for in the Clips of the Month for uh, September. Uh, 63% of the vote, beating Mickey Gray's uh, difficulty asking yes or no questions. Is this caller to Jim White? The best defender stroke player I've ever seen is Vincent Kumpane. Right. So what about Ramos? Where does he rank with you? Um... Can I just go to the toilet? Fair enough. Uh, so there we are, 63% of the vote there for uh, that one and the Clips of the Week return on Friday. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. There we are then, that was us uh, today. Our guests tomorrow include uh, James Richardson, of course, uh, European football expert, uh, Graham Bell, the top skier turned TV presenter, and Chris Packham, Andy's uh, nemesis, could all go off. I've got no idea why last week Andy talked about having a fight with Chris Packham. Abs- it was moths, wasn't it? Moth related. Oh, yeah, I wanted to kill I wanted the moths. wanted to kill all the moths. And I thought Chris would have had him for that. But anyway, we may touch on that with Chris tomorrow. Possibly, actually, we may steer clear of it. Don't need trouble. Uh, thanks for downloading us. We will catch up with you then. Been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. 
Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.